Hey everyone, before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about a really great credit card offer that's available right now. And it's for my favorite travel card, the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card. And this offer is about to come to an end. We don't have an official end date, but Chase has said that the offer will be ending soon. So if you want to grab it, now would be the time. But this card is typically um, offers a bonus of 60,000 points after you spend $4,000 in the first three months. And it is now elevated to 75,000 points. And we likely will not see an elevated bonus for this card for another year. Uh, historically, for the last few years, they have just raised the bonus at this time of year and only once. So I recommend this card. If you want to fly for free using miles and points, you cannot go wrong with this card. It works very well with my system. Chase works well with Southwest. It's, it's great value from Hyatt. And I personally saved uh, $6,000 using 87000 chase points this year for a hotel stay in Costa Rica. So it's a crazy amount of value that you can get out of these points um, if you understand how to use them properly. So anyway, I would love for you to consider using my affiliate link if you do apply for this card to help support the podcast and my small business. And you can do that by going to familiesflyfree.com slash chase sapphire preferred, all one word, no dashes, no spaces. So thanks for considering and enjoy today's episode. love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015 and I want to show your family how to do it too. Welcome back to the Family's Fly Free podcast. I am Lynn Mettler, and I am just back from New York City. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you um, a trip report, a recap, um, let you know what things are like in New York City um, as of June 2022. Of course, I flew free there. Um, this was a trip that just my husband and I took. And so he is my companion um, with my Southwest companion pass. So he didn't have to pay any points or any dollars. Um, and then I used points to book myself. So when you're dealing with two people, that's a really, really good deal because it's literally is a buy one, get one free and travel. Amazing. Um, so I'm going to share with you uh, what we did and what I thought had changed since I was last there. And New York City is one of my favorite places on earth. Um, and it really holds a special place for me because um, I went for the first time, actually I went for the first time when I was in junior high school, I think on a school trip, uh, but that was a quick in and out of the city. We went up in the World Trade Center's um, but where it really started to have significance for me is I went, when I was about 15 or 16, um, I went with my mother and for a um, dance competition in New York City. And I was in awe of this big city and um, the energy and the fact that at all times of day, there are people out doing things. And 
New York City to me is just, as there have been so many songs written about it, um, from Frank Sinatra to, um, to Jay-Z, you know, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Um, big lights that inspire you. Absolutely. That's how I feel about this city. Um, it just inspires me for sure. And you do really feel like you can do anything. And so when I went there um, for the first time, we would go every summer there when I was in high school for dance competitions. Um, and uh, it really, I think, lit for me the first for the first time, that desire to travel. I knew I wanted to come back here. I knew I wanted to see more things like that in my lifetime. Um, and so I think that's really where the spark got lit was, was New York City. So um, I have been many, many times over the years. I've been with my mom. I've been with college friend. I've been with my family. Um, I've been with just my husband, and so we we have been there lots. And for you Families Fly Free members, I have got a full webinar inside the membership with all of my best tips and tricks and everything that I think that you should see and do in New York City, how to get into Broadway plays, um, my favorite free things to do, what to do with kids, what to do with couples, all that is in there. Um, and if you're not a Families Fly Free member, why the heck not? Why aren't you a member yet? Um, come join us, familiesflyfree.com slash join. And not only are you going to get access to the simple way that I teach families to always fly free, but you're going to get tons of other information like webinars on all kinds of destinations, right off the shelf itineraries that you can take and use to places um, throughout the, the, um, the US, the Caribbean and Europe. Um, you're going to get access to our amazing community of members who um, help one another and share tips and ask questions. Um, and you can find like-minded individuals in there, whether it's singles or um, families with young kids or retirees or families traveling with teens, um, or if you're in the military, uh, we have got all types um, inside the membership um, and inside this vibrant community. So come join us if you haven't yet. It's time. All right, so let's talk about New York City. So um, we haven't been, I was really surprised when I looked at the year um, on my photos for the last time we were there was back in 2018. Um, and we normally like to go to New York City, I would say probably every other year at least. So I was, I couldn't believe it had been four years. The gosh darn pandemic really put a dent in that. Um, and so I guess we just didn't, you know, haven't got, we didn't go the year after. And so then the pandemic happened and we just haven't been able to get there since because they were so hard hit by the pandemic. So it was great to see the city and to see the vibrant and alive and just as normal, I would say better than ever, you know, people out and about um, felt totally safe. Um, there are a couple instances I'll share with you, but nothing that you wouldn't find in any big city. Um, but we'd heard a lot about safety, you know, regarding the city. And so we did, we did try to avoid the subway. We never did get on the subway while we were there, but we um, felt completely safe the entire time we were there. No issues at all. So um, just a quick recap of some other times that we have been there, different things that we have seen and done. And, you know, again, back in high school, we used to go um, take class at Broadway Dance Studio, which actually was a dance studio that overlooked 
Times Square and Broadway. Um, and I took classes with various different celebrities who were up there in Broadway plays and trying to, you know, keep in good dance shape for their parts. And at some point I had aspirations of dancing on Broadway and going to NYU. I didn't end up going that direction, uh, but it certainly at the time was exciting to think of that as a prospect. Um, and I've always thought it would be fun to live in New York City, not permanently, but just for a time period of your life, uh, particularly when you're young. I think that would be super, super fun. Um, so we've been back to see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That was a trip that I took with my whole family where we flew there free over Thanksgiving, which is amazing. We got to go see them blow up the balloons the night before, which is really cool. Um, and then I think attended the coldest Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on record, of course, was the year that we were there. We almost froze to death. Um, and we did some fun things like I love to get out on the water and see New York City. It's just a completely different perspective to look back and see this, all of these amazing buildings on this island. Um, and so we did a, like a Thanksgiving Day cruise um, around the city and they take you out to the Statue of Liberty and, and different things. Um, so that was really, really fun. Um, another time my husband and I were going to and from Rome and we went through New York City, and we um, hung out in Brooklyn for a couple nights, so we had never done that before. We got to see the Dumbo area in Williamsburg, and really, really cool, and of course, you can't beat the views of the city from Brooklyn because you're on the other side, so that was definitely fun. And we definitely, and we took our kids for the first time ever um, once we were just getting started flying free. So I think around that 2016, we started in 2015, we went on our first trip that fall to San Diego. And then the following year is when we really started amping up our travels to hit six times a year. And um, so we knew our kids had never been to New York City. And that was someplace we wanted to take them. And at the time, it was only 7,500 points round trip per person to fly there on Southwest. So that was an awesome deal. One of us with a companion pass and then um, the rest of us 7,500 points. And so our kids loved it too. Um, they always love big cities with lots of things to do. Um, NBC studio tour. That was really fun. You get to make a little video and see yourself on camera. And, um, you know, it was just enthralling to them. Like it was to me, um, you know, when I went in high school. So those are some of the different things we've done over time. Um, I know my mom, when she and I used to go there, she loved New York City as well. And I lost her to dementia last year, but um, I always think of her when I'm in the city because that was her favorite place to go. And uh, she loved nothing more than to get a cheap knockoff bag down in Chinatown. So that is not my thing, um, but she always loved to go down there and bargain with them and, um, you know, get these, uh, you know, knockoff purses and various things that they would sell down there. Um, and so that was always fun uh, to go and do that as well. So this time, um, because we have seen and done so much already in New York City, we have, we've hit the highlights, we've seen all the tourist attractions, we've been to the museums, we've been to the Freedom Tower, we've been to Central Park. Um, you know, all the Times Square, you know, was something I loved, you know, back as a youth that now I'm less enthralled with because too many people all in one place, too much going on. So these days, my husband and I really like lower Manhattan. And so that was our plan to go and just hang out down there, you know, more like a local would living there. And so we um, opted to stay in the meatpacking district. So um, if you're familiar with Manhattan, um, this is around um, like 14th Street on the west side on the Hudson River. And so we like pretty much the areas from Chelsea, kind of goes Chelsea, Meatpacking, um, the village, Greenwich Village, 
Soho and Tribeca. So anywhere in there, we recommend there's less people there. It feels more like a neighborhood. There's all kinds of cafes and dining. And it just feels like people are living there and less kind of going back and forth to work, which is what you will see more in Midtown or the Times Square areas um, or just below Central Park. And so we had stayed in the meatpacking district um, in one of our trips to and from Europe, which um, at the Gansevoort Hotel there, which we really like, that's a very um, hip, cool hotel. There's not a, ho a lot of hotels in this area. Um, and so this time we opted for the standard High Line and that um, literally goes over the High Line, which happens to be my favorite thing to do in New York City. And on our Families Fly Free YouTube channel, you can check that out under attractions, under that playlist, I have a video of about the High Line. Um, but that's basically was a railroad track that they turned into an elevated public green space. That's just really neat. It's a completely free thing to do. Um, it's a gorgeous to do, probably spring through fall. Um, great people watching. And then the architecture along the High Line is just astounding. Um, funky, fun, hip, interesting buildings. Um, I just love to walk and look at the architecture. There's um, the Chelsea Market is right off of the High Line, which is a big structure with all kinds of different um, dining and food options and a couple of stores, but every ethnic food option you could think of, you'll find there. So we definitely stopped in there a couple times to get something good. Um, had a really excellent Italian deli sandwich at, I forget the place, but um, really, really good. Had to wait 30 minutes for it, but it was good. Um, so anyway, the standard hotel actually straddles, physically straddles the High Line. It goes over it. And I've seen this hotel and I always thought it'd be really cool to stay there. So um, we opted to stay there this time and we give it two thumbs up for sure. Um, it's not going to be your cheapest option in New York City. And in fact, when you're looking in lower Manhattan, things tend to be more expensive than you'll find in Midtown or Times Square areas of town. Um, but again, we just really like the vibe of this area. So we had floor to ceiling windows looking down toward lower Manhattan and the Hudson River. We literally could see the Statue of Liberty and the Freedom Tower from our floor to ceiling glass, you know, in our room. Um, and follow me on Instagram in the future if you want to see pictures from some of our trips. So um, it's just families fly free on Instagram. Um, I usually put those in my stories now so they don't last forever. But um, actually, I'll go through and make a collection of, of our pictures from New York if you want to check it out and see the view from our room. Really, really cool. And we also have a video of our room at the Standard High Line on our YouTube channel families fly free. If you want to check that out, we have lots of great videos of different hotels that myself and my team have stayed at, um, around the country. So it's a way that you can, um, see a hotel room before you decide if you want to stay in it or not. Uh, so we really liked this hotel. Um, we liked the layout of the room. It was nice. We had a seating area. We had a queen bed. Um, the shower and the bath were interesting because it's kind of an open shower concept to the bathtub, but we felt like it worked. There was um, shutters between the bathroom and the bedroom area, so you had some privacy, and it was just enough space for the two of us. We loved the location because it was walking distance to everywhere that we wanted to be and literally right on the high line, which is again, my favorite thing to do there. So um, that's where we stayed. And um, we just spent most of our days kind of um, 
walking down into the village, which is south. So it's about a 20 minute walk into Greenwich Village um, and did lots of things down there. We went to the Comedy Cellar. We love comedians and we have seen so many comedians over the years. In fact, just the other day here in Indianapolis, we got to see Chris Rock coming through. So um, at the Comedy Cellar, Colin Quinn was going to be there while we were there. So we reserved tickets and we literally, um, again, you'll see this on Instagram, but we literally were the two chairs right next to his stage, um, to his little tiny stage area. We were right next to him. So he was excellent. So funny. Um, and that was really, really a good time. And then we went to um, a show at the Comedy Cellar afterward where they just have local comedians come in. Um, and we did have done that in years past. And we saw some amazing comedians just stopped by that weren't on the schedule like Aziz Ansari and Dave Attell, Jim Norton, um, and some others. So always a good time at the Comedy Cellar. If you like comedy, like that is the quintessential comedy club. You never know who's going to pop in um, to try out, you know, some bits that they've been working on. So I highly recommend that. So we ate at lots of great little restaurants in the area, the meat packing district since we were there last. Um, again, we had stayed in that area probably 2018 in the spring, I think. And um, they were really just still building it out. So the meat packing area is called that because that is where they used to bring the meats to be processed to go throughout the city. And you, there are still some um, warehouses and trucks there you'll see for best quality veal and different things like that. And so the um, high line was that the, um, would the, I guess what I want to say, um, the meats would come in, in the big um, canisters, that's not the right word, but, um, and be taken in by train down into the meat packing district. So that's why it's called that. But so now it's been, it's one of these um, neighborhoods that's been, you know, refurbished and they've turned the warehouses into cool spaces. And so you have like the standard hotel. There's um, lots of really nice restaurants there. We ate at an excellent French restaurant called Pastis that I guess has been in New York City for many, many years. It's an institution. It was in a new location, um, but um, it's hard for us to find French food around Indianapolis. And so this was excellent French cuisine. I got to have my croque monsieur and a Bordeaux wine, um, all delicious and some French butter. Love my French food. So definitely would recommend that. Um, lots of fun restaurants in the area. So um, so we hung out meatpacking. We hung out in the village. Um, we went into a couple open houses. We love to do that when we're in some of our favorite destinations because it really gives you a sense of what it would be like to live here and what other people live in. Um, so that was a fun thing to do. And then uh, we went and saw a couple of Broadway shows also. And so um, we, I've gone to see Broadway shows again since my dancing days. We always went to see two or three when we were there and we would go stand in the TKTS line, which is in Times Square, where you can get half price tickets depending on what shows have tickets left for that day. So you just go stand in the line and um, it'll tell you like, okay, we have tickets for these shows and they're half price and you get up to the window and you pick which one you want and sort of a gamble. You don't know which ones are going to have cheap tickets that day, but you just see what you see. So we did go ahead and book ours in advance. Um, and we went to see Book of Mormon, which we had wanted to see for a long time, which was very, very funny. And then we also went to see Beetlejuice, um, 
which has Alex Brightman in it. And he was the lead in um, School of Rock. And we took our kids the first time we ever took them to New York City. We took them to see School of Rock on Broadway. So that was their first Broadway show. We thought that was one they would like, and they really did. And at that time, that was back when Starwood Preferred Guest had their own loyalty program before they were bought out by Marriott. And you could use your points to book Broadway tickets. And so I did that and I got um, my younger son and I got to sit in the third row for School of Rock, which was super cool. So anyway, Alex Brightman was the lead in that, and he um, is now the lead in Beetlejuice, and I actually was able to interview him for the Today Show, and I was doing some writing for them a couple years ago, um, right when they were preparing for Beetlejuice to start, and he was talking about um, basically how to eat healthy so that he has enough energy to um, keep on this rigorous routine of Broadway shows once and twice a day. So we loved Beetlejuice. It definitely had kind of that Halloween vibe, which my family likes lots of purple and green and, you know, um, ghosts and ghouls. And it was funny. And he was very charismatic as he was in School of Rock. So I would definitely recommend that. And the audience was really, really into um, to that one as well. So some other things that I noticed, um, I would say that had changed since we were there. Um, Hudson Yards, which is a development on the Hudson River, also on the west side, just at the north end of the High Line, so just above kind of the Chelsea area, um, has been fully finished. So when we were there last, that was being built. Really, really nice. It's a big, high-end luxury shopping mall interior but they have a lot of outdoor space there. They have a big screen where you can, I think they called it the yard where you can hang out and watch. They had golf on at the time, you know, sit out in an outdoor chair and, and watch the big screen. Um, lots of walking areas, some places to eat, food trucks. Um, definitely a nice area that you'd want to check out, particularly if you're on the High Line. There was also um, new called Little Island, which was a public park space that um, basically jutted into the Hudson River right behind our hotel, the standard High Line, that um, gorgeous. I also have pictures of that on Instagram. Um, and just a lovely place to walk. There is an amphitheater out there, excellent views of the Statue of Liberty of Lower Manhattan, um, and just uh, really, really beautiful and just a fun place to kind of walk and explore and, and check out the views. Um, there were definitely COVID testing tents all throughout the city. Um, though I didn't really ever see maybe but one person in any of them, but they've made it free and available. So if you need to check it, or I think it also worked if you were required to have a test to fly back into your country, you can get it done there. And we definitely, there were tons of Europeans there. Um, I would say even um, more so French would be the, the language that I heard the most often, but definitely people from all over the world, probably half the people we heard around us did not speak English. Um, so it's nice to have that cultural diversity, you know, that you get when you're in a big city. Um, in terms of safety, so we did walk down to Washington Square Park and hang out. And that was, I felt like, in much worse disrepair than the last time I was there. Um, I did not feel like it was in good condition. And that was an area where I did not feel overly safe. My husband felt like we were safe um, and he was fine with it. But I would say that would be someplace I would skip next time. There's plenty of other nice pocket parks all throughout the village that felt a lot safer to me um, than that one. There was definitely some sketchy activities going on in there. 
And we did have um, two instances where we were offered drugs around our hotel. Now, our hotel was not in a bad area or a sketchy area in any way, um, but I don't know if they were trying to hit up... Um, you know, higher end clientele or what, but um, that was interesting. But we have also come across that in Miami um, and some other cities as well. So you just keep walking and, you know, don't pay any attention to that as long as you're out in public space and in a good area of town, it's usually fine. So those are the only two safety issues I would say, but otherwise we had no problems at all. There were also um, city bikes all over the city. So there's these big stations of bikes. 50 bikes um, all throughout the city. And so they just have an app and it's city, like city card, city bank, C-I-T-I um, is the sponsor of the bikes. And so you just, um, it's very easy to download the app and you can pay for the bike on the app. You get the bike out, you ride it wherever you want to go and you find um, a station to leave it on your app and you're done. So we saw tons of locals riding these bikes everywhere. And we decided one day that we wanted to go down to Tribeca from meatpacking, which would have been a long walk. And so we decided to try out the city bike. So we got our bikes and um, we went down, there's like a Hudson um, pedestrian path and bike path right by the river there. And so we rode our bikes and it was gorgeous. It was, we happened upon really good weather while we were there. Um, it was in the, you know, seventies, I think the high, hottest it got was 80 while we were there. But, um, so it was a beautiful day to take a bike ride, see the sights, look at the river, look at the views of lower Manhattan as we were going along, people watched tons of people out on their bikes. So we rode our bikes all the way down to battery park, which is the end of the Island where you can look out and see the statue of Liberty. And then we kept on going around to the east side um, and just to get a good view of the Brooklyn Bridge. And so we were able to snap a couple of pictures over there um, and then ride our bikes all the way back around to meatpacking. So um, that probably took us, I don't know, maybe two, two and a half hours, but we stopped and looked around and had a rest and had something to drink. And um, But that's definitely an activity I would recommend doing it. I think it was about $24 per bike when all was said and done, but a pretty inexpensive activity that um, lets you be on the ground, outside, enjoying the views, up close with locals. Um, I always like those kinds of experiences that really put you in the environment like you are living there. Um, and then quick note on food. So you must always have multiple slices of New York pizza when you're in the Big Apple. Um, love New York pizza. It's definitely its own brand of pizza. And you want to find a hole in the wall is my best suggestion. Hole in the wall pizza place are they are the best. Um, and so we enjoyed one called Stella's Pizza, which was um, maybe like 16th and 9th Avenue, something like that. That one was good. We went there a couple of times. And then Joe's Pizza is kind of the famous quintessential one. I think it was in Spider-Man, one of the Spider-Man movies um, down in Greenwich Village. And it's close to the Comedy Cellar. So we, um, we ate a slice there one night too. And then my top pick was um, we ate at... Uh, Van Leeuwen ice cream. We stopped for an ice cream cone. This was on Houston street. Um, and just on a whim, cause it was hot and we wanted to snack and I got the raspberry sheet cake, I think is what it was called. That is the best ice cream flavor I've ever had in my entire life. Um, and normally I go for, you know, chocolate cookies and cream type of flavors, but it was raspberry with literally chunks of like yellow cake 
in the ice cream. It was so good. Um, we also had a couple of great meals. Um, Piccola Cucina, which means small kitchen um, down in Soho was our favorite meal. We, we loved the French meal. And then, but this was, we're always looking for a good authentic Italian restaurant wherever we go. And this was excellent, authentic Italian. Um, it's mostly Sicilian inspired food, um, but they had so many great dishes. Um, I got the gnocchi, which was um, just top notch. It was like gnocchi in st with stewed beef that had been um, cooking for something like 48 hours. It was so good. They had amazing appetizers, the arancini, which are rice, kind of fried rice balls. Those are always really good. Um, and bruschetta, and they had some good seafood choices as well. Highly recommend that. Um, and Soho is a really cool, fun, beautiful area as well that's just south of the village. So Piccola Cucina. And they have, I think, three locations throughout the city um, as well, if that one is not closest to you. And then um, for before one of our Broadway shows, we checked out the Broadway Lounge, which is at the Marriott Marquis. And um, the Marriott Marquis is right on Times Square. And that is where I would always stay when I would go in high school for our dance competitions. And that's where the competition was held. So um, I love that hotel because it has fond memories for me, but it is kind of the best, I think, hotel on Times Square. So they have this beautiful lounge that you can go up to and you can have dinner and drinks literally overlooking all the billboards at Times Square. Um, so I've got a picture of that as well on my Instagram. Um, and, but that's, and it was not any more expensive than anything else in New York City. So if you want um, a unique experience and some great photos, definitely check that out. And they have an, um, a rooftop bar up there too called Perch. So if it's a nice evening, you can head outside and get um, really the open air views of Times Square. So definitely recommend all of those. Okay, so that was a lot to say about New York City. Um, but as you can tell, I love it. I would recommend, absolutely recommend going to New York City um, if you are at all big city people or you think you might be. Um, there's so many things to do for everyone. Like I said, I didn't hit on this episode all of the tourist attractions, but I do get into that in depth inside uh, Families Fly Free in my um, New York City webinar. Um, so I definitely give all my inside tips there. So check that out if you're a member or join if you are not. Um, and one last thing I wanted to add is LaGuardia. So we flew in and out of LaGuardia and um, wow, it has had a complete makeover since I was there the last time. LaGuardia used to be kind of a pile, um, but that was kind of fun. Uh, part of the charm really of going to New York City is um, flying into the craziness and messiness of LaGuardia, but it is completely redone, brand new, whole new terminal and so nice, like night and day. So um, if you're flying into LaGuardia, enjoy. There's lots of dining options and it's just really is clean and beautiful. So totally different. So I hope that you will consider New York City at some point in the future. I can't recommend it more. I can't wait to go back again. Um, we had such a good time together and um, I always, always have a good time in New York City. So I hope you have um, some great trips planned for the rest of your summer. And uh, I will see you on the next episode. Have a great week. Ready to fly your family free? 
Come join me inside my Family's Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com join. That's familiesflyfree.com join to learn more and get started flying free today.